Creating a new relationship with technology. What is life? What is life? Life is a series of relationships. We have a relationship with ourselves, with our mind, our bodies and our hearts. We have a relationship with our friends and families, with our work, with nature, with animals, with our community, with our culture. Everything we connect with and relate to, we have some kind of relationship with. Yeah, we are relating to different things and they are relating back to us. By doing a digital detox, it's a bit like having a temporary separation from a spouse or work or something else that you're used to having because we have a definite relationship with technology. And in the same as getting a separation from a spouse or from work, once you get some space, you can more clearly see and feel what is really going on. And just a quick aside, having worked with many couples and many people going through breakups and all sorts of things in my work, it's only when people get away from their partners in some regard that they can see more clearly what is going on. What is their stuff? What is the other person's stuff? Where is the projection? So technology has been like a constant companion to many of us for a long, long time. And so we need to have a little separation. Doing a detox is getting away, separating from that relationship. A friend of mine recently got a divorce and we had a chat and I asked him, how is it going? And he said, ah, I'm doing so good. <laughs> with a lot of joy and a big smile. I'm feeling so liberated, so good. I'm loving it. He went on to explain that he and his partner had gone in separate directions and it was a compromise for both of them to be living together. And after breaking up, they both felt so much better and could enjoy their lives more. And someone else I know also got a divorce. It lasted about 10 years and then they decided to get back together again. They realized that they were better together and now that they're married for the second time, they are happier than ever. The time apart in their case made them realize how much they actually loved each other. And so some relationships are healthy, some relationships are not but we need some space to see and feel what is going on. Life is full of relationships. Some relationships are more involved and significant than others, and some are less involved. So you might have in your physical life some friends and family who are very important to you, you connect with them on a regular basis, and then you have other people and other things that, you know, you have some relationship, but it's a bit less involved. And technology has now become one of those more involved relationships, considering that on average, we spend up to a third of our waking lives or more using it. These days, many people are spending way more time on their devices than they are with the people around them. And it's not at all uncommon to see 
a bunch of people sitting right next to each other, maybe even in a restaurant, who are not actually talking to each other. In fact, I was in a taxi the other day, and this old guy, who actually I mentioned earlier in one of the other courses, who was an executive, he's now driving a taxi, but he was an executive in, in a um, technology company, and they used to predict the future, and they had no idea that cell phones were coming. And he said he was recently at a party for teachers. This was a teacher's party where they're meant to get together and talk to each other. And he was up on the balcony looking down at this group of teachers. And they were all sitting around in a circle looking at their screens. And he thought, this is just wrong. They all came together. At least they should talk to each other. So he went out and he interrupted them and he said, what are you doing here exactly? And they said, to his horror that they were sitting around texting each other. I'm not joking. They were actually sitting around texting each other, the other people in the circle. And he was just astounded. He couldn't believe that this is what happened and he wasn't going to have it, so he kept talking to them. And he was shocked to think these are the teachers of our children. So if this is what they're doing, then of course what's going to happen to the kids? And so we have become a society who spends enormous amount of time. We're basically having an affair, in a sense, with our devices. Many people have now got to the point where their significant other, their husband or wife or children or other people in their life, they're very important to them, don't hardly ever talk to them. Many people are having affairs on these devices. Many people are ha having actual affairs with other people in other places on the device. Or they're just having an affair by checking the news all the time or going on Facebook all the time or just playing games all the time. So you've now got families where instead of the parents looking after the children and being present with them, they're spending their time on their phones or the kids are playing video games the whole time and not spending time with the parents. So it's like this this relationship with technology has taken over our lives. And for most of us, our over-dependence on technology has become like an abusive or dysfunctional relationship with another person. And while technology in and of itself is not a sentient being, or at least not yet, it is nonetheless a thing that we are relating to and is relating back to us. So there are even bots nowadays, so you can actually talk to these bots. There's artificial intelligence. They're designed to relate back to us and we're relating to other people who aren't here and we're relating to the technology itself. So we basically have now got this very involved, in-depth and to a large degree abusive, dysfunctional relationship with our devices and our media. Many mothers feel that they've lost their children to video games. A lot of kids get addicted they stop going out, they look pale, they turn into zombies, and they feel like, the parents feel like, what has happened to my son, or, or even my daughter, mostly it happens to boys, but it also happens to girls now, 
they are no longer here, right? And it takes a, quite a long time, a lot of awareness to get out of it. Many couples feel that they've lost their partner to their new mistress, the smartphone, who they adore and spend all their spare time with. And while they no longer seem interested in the person they married, they can't wait to get back to their new mistress or their new master who gives them everything, goes with them everywhere, even they sleep next to this person. Wake up in the night, check the phone. So for many, she is the first one they see early in the morning and the last thing at night. So technology really has become an enormous relationship that we have and taken over other relationships because everything is essentially fighting for our attention. So if we're not paying attention to other people because we're paying attention to technology, technology is winning, you see? And this is becoming more and more and more of a severe situation. So once we realize that we have an unhealthy relationship with our devices, then we can begin to to begin the process of making it right. You know, it starts with awareness. Once we are aware that this is unhealthy, this is a bit toxic, a little bit on the dark side, addictive, when we admit that, when we acknowledge it's dysfunctional, then we can begin to turn things around. So in some cases, we need to make it right. In other cases, getting a divorce and calling it a day is the best thing. Many people nowadays, you'll find more and more stories like this, people who have just gone and deleted their social media accounts completely and found profound relief. You'll hear this more and more and more stories of people who said, I can't handle having this technology stuff. I'm being I'm done with it. I'm not going to use it. So whether you decide to keep your device or get rid of it completely, whether you decide to keep social media or get rid of it or use games or not get rid of them, keep them or get rid of them, whatever you want to do, you will discover that by getting this temporary separation. You know, whatever's best for you personally in your needs, in your life, in what's important for you, you'll discover that through this process. For me personally, I realized that I needed to have a full divorce with my iPhone and Facebook for a good chunk of time because it was simply a dysfunctional relationship that wasn't bringing me any joy. So these two mistresses, the iPhone and Facebook, social media, were simply too demanding and too seductive for my own personal best interests. And despite multiple attempts to make it work, like other dysfunctional relationships, I was always left off worse than before. So in life, some relationships are destined to fail, some relationships are destined to be good. Often advice I give people in in relationships with another person is that contrary to popular belief, some relationships are just not going to work. And I've seen this again and again where people run around from one therapist to another therapist to another therapist to another therapist to marriage counselor to this, to that, to this, to that. And for years and years and years and years and years, nothing gets any better. 
And other people, they don't go to any therapist at all and they seem to have a great time because depending on the dynamic between you and the other person or you and technology, depending on the dynamic, some things work out better, better than others. It doesn't mean you're a failure if technology is not a good match for you. Doesn't You don't have to use any of the apps. You don't have to use these things. There are ways and means of cutting it back or getting rid of it completely and you're going to find about all those things later on. But to start with, we just got to get a temporary separation. For me, when I personally had the courage to get a full divorce and work out all the details of what that entailed, I felt profoundly free. Ah, you have no idea how wonderful it felt to do this. And when technology kind of crept back in, I started noticing myself feeling more and more trapped. And why does it creep in again and again, even when we don't want it to? Because it's designed to be addictive. It's designed to come in and be invasive. Technology has almost become like an a invasive species like weeds that take over the garden or like rats that take over the house you know or cockroaches they have a, it has a way of getting in and surviving and getting what it wants like a cancer in places that we don't necessarily want it to and so just want to remember that we're not saying all technology is bad and we're not saying that all technology needs to end. What we're saying is there's certain things that are dangerous, weaponized, addictive, seductive and harmful to us. And there are other things that are hugely beneficial and it's up to us to keep the things that work and ditch the things that are harmful. That's our choice. That's our decision. That's up to us to do. So I have personally gone through this, I've helped many other people do this, and yes, there was a slight sadness when I started to get out of this. There was some remorse, there was some cravings, there was some sense of loneliness, you know, initially when I pulled the plug, because I wasn't get, getting all those dopamine kicks and all this little feedback all the time. But ultimately, I've figured out a way of living a much healthier, more meaningful life that works much better for me, and I'm in a position now to enjoy a lot more and create a lot more and have more meaning. And now if I want to use technology, it's a lot easier to just go in, use it in the most effective way and then get out again. So it's been a huge relief for me and I know it will be for you. Emails, computers, business systems, on the other hand, I still have a relationship with them. I still use a cell phone very occasionally for very specific purposes. But it's a much healthier relationship than before. And I've been able to, with persistence and willingness, change myself, change my relationship with technology and create a win-win situation that serves me and others in a way that actually works without sabotaging my own well-being. So I just want you to know that it is possible to have this new wonderful life of freedom and still use technology to a lesser degree, but much more effective. So by doing this, 
you will discover what is your relationship with technology, how toxic is it, how addicted are you, is it a healthy relationship, is it not a healthy relationship, and you will also discover that when you start to pull the plug, have an extended period away, you're going to be doing great, you're going to be feeling great, you're going to feel that this is easy, the you know a few days you're going to go through a little bit of a challenge and then you're going to come out feeling like oh my god this is great i got my life back you'll experience all these wonderful things that life is wanting to give you so i'm very excited for you it's time to create a new relationship with technology starting with getting a temporary separation so enjoy enjoy Enjoy.